Okay, so we are doing Srimad Bhagavatam, chapter 27. Uh, we had just uh, finished a chapter which was talking about the different Leelas of Krishna and what Krishna is standing for. So this chapter 27 is all about Lord Indra and Mother Surabhi. Mother Surabhi, Surabhi is the cow. Okay. They offer prayers to Krishna. So Lord Indra and Mother Surabhi, chapter 27 from the Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 10, part 2. Sukhdev Goswami said, After Krishna had lifted the Govardhan hill and thus protected the inhabitants of Raja from the terrible rainfall, Surabhi, the mother of the cow, came from her planet to see Krishna. She was accompanied by Indra. Indra was very ashamed of having offended the Lord. Approaching him in a solitary place, Indra fell down and lay his helmet, whose effulgence was as bright, brilliant as the sun upon the Lord's lotus feet. So, after going through that egoistic battle of theirs, Indra is very much ashamed that whatever that he has done to Krishna is not correct because he has rained down for so many days and in and his ego was completely shattered when Krishna lifted the entire mountain and protected all the Rajavasis. So he and Mother Surabhi, why Mother Surabhi? Because remember he is a Gwala and the name Govinda, I am sure you know those who go to Tirupati, they say Govinda, Govinda, isn't it? So this name Govinda is given by Surabhi and Indra. So that is from that day onwards he was called Govinda. So anyway, let us come back to the story. So what happens? They are both come in supplication to Krishna. And Indra has removed his crown and he has put it at the feet of the Lord. Indra has now heard of and seen the transcendental power of the omnipotent Krishna. And his false pride in being the lord of the three worlds was thus defeated. Holding his hands together in supplication, he addressed the lord as follows. King Indra said, Your transcendental form, a manifestation of pure goodness, is undisturbed by change, shining with knowledge and devoid of passion and ignorance. In you does not exist the mighty flow of the modes of material nature, which is based on illusion and ignorance. This line sounds very vague, isn't it? So, it very simply it translates into everybody is driven by the gunas. There are three gunas. Sattva, Rajas and Tamas. Now, these three gunas, every person, that is any human being, for that matter, anybody who takes a body on this planet Earth, they are driven by it. They are under the modes of these gunas. Whether anybody likes it or no. So, it is either Sattva is prominent and the other two are not or Rajas is prominent the other two are not or Tamas. So it is always one is very much in prominence and the other two are suppressed. So a person could be either Sattvic, could be Rajasic or could be Tamasic or could be three of them all together or could be two of them and the third one would be. So it depends. So what Indra Dev is saying is this that he says that Krishna is not at all ruled by these three gunas. So your transcendental form, a manifestation of pure goodness, that is purely sattvic form this is, full of sattva, is undisturbed by change. See normally if there is even a single change in our life, you know how much we are affected? 
if the weather changes we are affected let us say if we have a toothache we are affected <laughs> just think about it even and let us say you know even if you are now every day you go out and buy milk go and change the brand of the milk and see what happens you are affected by it immediately and you will say oh my god my coffee or my tea taste doesn't taste properly so you will find that anything even the slightest of the change in our world affects the human being in two ways one is in form of passion and the other in the form of ignorance passion means let us see how it works now we are talking about say milk just a simple example because we are talking about cows over here so milk is the example which i which came to my mind now let us say we are buying a brand x now what happens that day brand x is not available because of some reasons so you go and buy brand y so the moment you buy a brand y two things can happen one is the milk may taste very nice and the second one could be that it is watery or something is wrong with it it may not give off the cream or it may give the cream so what happens immediately you either think like this i should change my brand to a better one still better one or i think this is very good maybe i should continue with this this has got a lot of cream and things like that so you are driven by passion or the second part who cares i don't care whether the milk is having milk in it or water in it or whether there is cream in it or no cream in it i am just interested in drinking something so i drink that completely you know <laughs> no caring in the world and otherwise every milk is the same what is the difference in the world whether i drink milk or whether i don't drink milk let it be so the third second part and that is called ignorance you are at least bothered about it you are not bothered whether there is milk in that milk or there is only powder that you are <laughs> tasting or whether there is some other thing you are just having no care in the world and it is full of ignorance ignorance means you are not even interested in knowing much so either of these two things can happen so one is passion and one is ignorance so every human being is driven by this but can a person not have anything to say think if you are dispassionate whether the milk is x brand or y brand or z brand <laughs> the dispassionate person is not focused on anything like that he is focused on just being there drinking it if it is there in front of him and just doing his job he is not at all interested in doing much about it he is not interested in knowing whether there is powder in it or no powder in it is coming from cows or buffalo or whichever animal he just does it and he doesn't stress his mind on this so where the mind doesn't come so in you does not exist the mighty flow of the modes of material nature which is based on illusion and ignorance illusion see the first one was passion the passion is always based on illusion how is the illusion the illusion is this it is water and it is milk okay whether it is x brand y brand z brand or <laughs> whichever brand it is just water and milk only right maybe sometimes you put some flavor in it 
Flavor is also for your mind, isn't it? Most of the flavors are artificial. Some of the flavors may be natural. It's how much does the flavor, you know, change your mindset? The soft drink is a soft drink is a soft drink. You just color it by something. You color it, and it is one millionth part. And you feel that oh, this is so nice. This is brand X or brand Y. Isn't it? Isn't this just illusory? All these things are illusory in nature. Remember this. There is nothing different in this world. It's all illusion. Okay. It's the same thing like when you go to buy a particular brand of, say, T-shirts or shirts. You may say, okay, I am buying a very, very beautiful phone, and it is costing so much. But yes, it is costing so much. Right? There may be a very cheap phone. but are you not using it for the same purpose of making a call or sending a message if these are the only two things that you are interested in whether you buy a high end phone or a low end phone does it matter it's a matter of only illusion remember this and krishna is devoid of it how then could there exist in you the symptoms of an ignorant person such as greed lust anger and envy which are produced by one's previous involvement in material existence and which causes one to become further entangled in material existence and yet as a supreme lord you impose punishment to protect religious principles and curb down the wicked everybody is driven by their material nature that is every human being when they have their material nature they are mixed with gunas sattva rajas and tamas they are supposed to do certain actions or out of ignorance no action an action and a no action is not is is the same by the way okay remember we have done this verse where action and inaction both are more or less the same now you see somebody dying and you don't even go over there that in your world supposed to be inaction but actually it is action <laughs> you have not gone to save the person correct suppose you are saving that person isn't it action of course it is action it's the same thing both these things are action only what is inaction it's inaction is that which doesn't lead us to any karma you should know this but everything that you do in this material world is leading us to some action only and that is converted into one karma maybe one or multiple so sri krishna is devoid of all this and that is the reason he doesn't have greed lust anger envy whatever other things that are produced because of the gunas the verse says which are produced by one's previous involvement in material existence we are always involved in something or the other are we not we are so much involved in action and in our past life because of certain actions we have come to this life with a specific karma and it is like a tree it's a never ending tree it keeps on growing and growing and growing and growing and growing like the ashwatthama hmm? or like the peepla tree these two two trees are mentioned in the bhagavad gita so here exactly what 
is being mentioned over here by Sukhdev Goswami is you are anyway leading yourself in some karmic action and because of which you get entangled in material existence entangled you do something you are entangled you do something you are entangled how does a person get out of it we have already done how to get out of it in the bhagavad gita here also we will learn little little so let us see but this verse has come where it says that any person who does does any action he is finally going to end up having entangled himself in material nature which means you will have lives after lives after lives after lives but what does the lord what is the lord doing right now he is not involved in any action and yet as a supreme lord you impose punishment to protect religious principle and curb down the wicked so what happens is only when there is certain amount of problems that occur in this world which are not going as per the rule book the vedas are the rule books when things go wrong then they do not follow a particular track now if if i am saying like this maybe you won't understand but most of the people are it people over here let us say you have written a path a particular path which that particular thing is supposed to follow now because of certain errors the path is not followed what happens are you not disrupting the whole thing just imagine if you have to open your computer or your laptop and you type in your password now the password is supposed to open up the next screen but because of certain problems in the system certain bugs in the system it doesn't and it does something completely different now think are you supposed to follow that track no that means there is something desperately wrong over there and because there is something wrong you think that there is either a virus or some sort of a you know activity which you need to remove it out understand there is a virus now are you going to continue further than that or are you going to stop over there and maybe take it to a person who knows how to remove the virus you are definitely going to do that so in this material world also there is a pathway to be followed the moment the path is disrupted by means of some wrong activity this to protect this religious principle religious principle is because everything is based on the vedic texts vedas framework and if the framework is getting affected you are going to get into trouble so to repair the framework we have to ensure that everything follows a track in the material world for those who are not from the it sector let us say your train is going on a bridge and if the one of the pylons which is there one of the things which is holding up the bridge okay one boat has come and crashed on it think about it one single pylon which is there one single pylon you know the thing that holds up the bridge one boat has come and crashed into the side piers you know what happens can the bridge cave in and the whole train or whatever that is there on top of it can just go inside the water if that should not happen then you need to address the problem immediately right 
and that is exactly what has to be done so and yet as a supreme lord you impose punishment to protect religious principles and curb down the wicked so sometimes these kind of problems come so we need to eliminate them so krishna comes at the time of major such problems when they come and he has to eliminate them you are the father and the spiritual master of this entire universe and also a supreme controller you are insurmountable time imposing punishment upon the sinful for their own benefit indeed in your various incarnations selected by your own free will you act decisively to remove the false pride of those who presume themselves masters of this world we come with this great ego i can do this i can do that i i am capable of doing this and i am capable of doing that and after you finish certain jobs you feel that you are the greatest person on planet earth who has been able to complete that job and uh, this is ego when this kind of a problem comes the lord definitely has to subdue you because you are just a pawn in the hands of somebody else and that is the reason why the false pride has to be shattered so indra dev understands this even fools like me who proudly think themselves universal lords quickly give up their conceit and directly take to the path of spiritually progress progressive when they see you are the fearless even in the face of time thus you punish the mischievous only to instruct them so the instructions is all that the lord is giving the punishment is not the way you think of punishment in our world talks about you know okay you cannot go out <laughs> you are grounded <laughs> or maybe you can't do this or you can't do that it's nothing like that it's all about punishment means you have to rectify that mode engrossed in pride over my ruling power ignorant of your majesty i offended you o lord may you forgive me my intelligence was bewildered and let my conscience never again be so impure so the krishna is being told by indra dev and he is saying that kindly forgive me for this you descended into this world o transcendental lord to destroy the warlords whose burden the earth and create many terrible disturbances o lord you simultaneously act to the welfare of those who faithfully serve your lotus feet obeisance unto you the supreme personality of godhead the great soul who are all pervading and who reside in the hearts of all my obeisance unto you krishna the chief of the yadu dynasty unto him who assumes transcendental bodies according to the desire of his devotee unto him whose form is itself pure consciousness unto him who is everything who is the seed of everything and who is the soul of the creature i offer my obeisance in the last few days there is a lot of problems that we have seen there are so many shootings going on so many problems in the middle east is so much of problems and everywhere in the world there are people are questioning whether the lord is required at this point in time or no there are problems happening isn't it there are countries where things are literally going to the dogs nobody cares so at such point in time do you think the lord is required to be over here or what is the re- reason why he is not over there is the question this people have been asking remember this it is not as per our yardstick we use a yardstick thinking that oh i have lost everything by the way how many times you may say in a in your life that we have reached the bottom 
in the last so many years every time when there is certain wars happened you know somewhere or the other everybody had said oh this is the beginning of the third world war today also it is the same thing being said you know it's the beginning of the third world war but do you think you have reached anywhere in this world we are still progressing the markets are doing well everything is going on countries like china usa india and all these countries are really doing well actually yeah, there are hiccups little hiccups will happen you know okay because of some problem somewhere the prices may come down but again they will go up things are going on the same way after so many wars you think that the prices of the oil and all have changed on the contrary they have come down right so has the third world uh, world war actually begun no idea oh there's a hole in the sky carbon monoxide nitrous oxide is happening and that is happening and yes the uh, you know the polar caps are melting if polar caps are melting in most of the places you will find there is a lot of snow there is a lot of ice isn't it so where are the polar caps melting now these are these are bugaboos we have faced all our life think about it right from the beginning that you are born till today you have faced this continually the lord is required because there was one shooting in one place so that is the reason why it was mentioned that when there is a disruptive thing such a huge disruption happens the lord comes but he comes in a different form it's not the way you think about it so let us not try to think oh the lord is going to come in this form okay maybe he is going to come this time like a very bearded person with a big topi on his top of his head that is your way of thinking correct you don't know during the era i mean think about it like this the lord comes in a different form like we say isn't it in the 60s and the 70s everybody was talking about peace i know you all most of you people may not be there in 60s and 70s that was a time of the beatles and the long hairs and big beard and living scruffily and everybody used to be behaving like what they called hippie the hippie movement was on and the hippie movement was all about free sex and free this and free that and yes bra burning and what not kind of a thing was happening people were talking about liberation suddenly out of the blue some great thing happened and it was called aids <laughs> when aids happened everything ceased no hippie movement hippie movement went away think about it where did it go then so the hippie movement was only a small thing it went there was a blip and then it went away then there is some other movement there is a blip and then it went away it doesn't continue but if there is something which is going to be very very massive then the lord is definitely going to be there with us so remember this it's a small thing if there is a need he will come but in which form i don't know can you say that he he came in the form of an aids virus <laughs> you don't know so let us not try to think on those lines otherwise you will say god is an aids virus <laughs> no 
he creates this kind of things which is called punishment remember the word which indra use is when there is a problem he creates this kind of a thing punishment only to teach the world only to teach the person so that is the reason why o oh lord <coughs> my dear lord when my sacrifices were disrupted i became fiercely angry because of false pride thus i tried to destroy a cowherd community with severe rains and wind oh lord you have shown mercy to me by shattering my false pride and defeating my attempt to punish vrindavan to you the supreme lord spiritual master and supreme soul i have now come for shelter remember he was trying to rain very hard every time you know his he was not given the sacrificial feast you know so what he did he said i will rain and i he kept on raining 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 for many days the lord kept on holding the mountain with his fingers and finally the rain had to subside once it subsided that time indra understood ki there is somebody who out there who can do this sukhdev goswami said thus glorified by indra lord krishna the supreme personality of godhead smiled and then spoke to him as follows in a voice resonant like the clouds the supreme personality of god godhead said my dear indra it was out of mere mercy that i stopped the sacrifice meant for you you are greatly intoxicated by your opulence as king of heaven and i wanted you to always remember me whether it is king indra or whether it is anybody in this world there is always going to be this kind of a thing that may happen you know just because somebody has a great ego the ego needs to be shattered you will find that there were great people in this world whether you say saddam hussein or whatever what happened to them finally they are completely destroyed i am sure in the last few days you have seen the pictures of saddam hussein with the long beard and looking so scruffy or if you think in terms of hitler you see he was found in the bunk dead same with saddam hussein he was killed in his bunk whether it is osama bin laden or any person let us come home over here to a place which is very close by i'm sure you remember the the person who was torturing everybody in the jungle virappan what happened to him finally it's the same thing anybody who is doing this kind of a problematic thing need will finally meet his end in a particular way so if you get intoxicated by your might and the power the power and the might goes away there were kings who were like that now there are no longer kings there are rich people in this world they are no longer rich people okay everybody has been brought to their knees so they should remember me a man blinded by intoxication with his power and opulence cannot see me nearby with the rod of punishment in my hand if i desire his real welfare i drag him down from his materially fortunate position somebody who is literally feeling i you see over here we find a little bit of similarity with what is written in the bible the thing that is written is whenever somebody does something like this the the rod of punishment is always in the hands of the lord what it actually means is you should never get intoxicated with the power or the glory that you have you are a mere human so you need to understand that you are here in this world to do something good not to do something bad not to say you know i am the greatest on this planet earth don't even do that 
so to drag if i desire his welfare i drag him down for from his materially fortunate position indra you may now go ex- execute my order and remain in your appointed position as king of heaven but be sober without false pride mother surabhi along with her progeny the cow then offered her obeisance to lord krishna respectfully requesting his attendance attention the gentle lady addressed the supreme personality of godhead who was present before her as a cowherd boy mother surabhi said that is a cow okay she is the mother of all the cows in this world mother surabhi said o krishna krishna the greatest of mystics o soul and origin of the universe you are the master of this world and by your grace o infallible lord you we have you as our master so who is the master of the cows in this world krishna himself you are our worshipable deity therefore o lord of the universe for the benefit of the cows the brahmanas the demigods and all other saintly persons please become our indra as ordered by lord brahma we shall perform your bathing ceremony to coronate you as indra o soul of the universe you descend to this world to relieve the burden of this earth so surubi is telling krishna these words that you become our indra sukhdev goswami said having thus appeased to lord krishna mother surubi performed his bathing ceremony with her own milk and indra ordered by aditi and other mothers of the demigods anointed the lord with heavenly ganga water from the trunk of indra's elephant carrier airavat thus in the company of the demigods and the great sages indra coronated lord krishna the descendant of dashara and gave him the name govinda and that is how he got the name govinda so tumbaru narada and other gandharvas along with the vidyadhara siddhas and charanas came there to sing the glories of lord hari which purify the entire world and the wives of the demigods filled with joy danced together in lord's honor the most eminent demigods chanted the praises of the lord and scattered wonderful showers of flower all around him all three worlds felt supreme satisfaction and the cows drenched the surface of the earth with their milk rivers flowed with various kinds of tasty liquids trees exuded honey edible plants came to maturity without cultivation and hills gave forth jewels formerly hidden in their interiors o parikshit beloved of the kuru dynasty upon the ceremonial bathing of lord krishna all living creatures even those cruel by nature became entirely free of enmity after he had ceremonially bathed lord govinda who is the master of the cows and the cowherd community king indra took the lord's permission and surrounded by the demigods and other higher beings returned to their heavenly abode so we have come to the end of the story so what does the story tell us that sri krishna became the lord of this entire creation when he was over here secondly the subduing of the ego of indra happened then the most important thing is the cows all the cows now in india today we have so many problems about cow slaughter and this and that now what is a cow a cow is a is an animal whose milk to her entire body is used up by human beings every portion of her being is used it's a representation it's a representation 90% of the world eats cows isn't it 10% that is indians who are specific in we don't 
we represent that particular thing as god and we do not want to cut the cow but the rest of the world does that everywhere in the world we are such great hypocrites that we don't want to cut them over here but from india is the largest exporter of cows in the world for meat isn't that very funny i mean you don't want to cut them in india but you are sending them abroad so that they can be cut over there and eaten that is hypocrisy so is it about the cows or is it about what is the truth in this it's a representation it's a representation just like the tree called ashwatha is representation there's a tree called pipala is a representation it's just represented for some people the cow is their food in a different manner for us in india we think that cow gives milk and the gobar that is given in india we used to you know put it on our floors earlier yeah and then people used to drink the urine also everybody has done that especially when somebody is dead in the house or some purifying ceremony is to be done you get gomutra and then you put it in water and then you sprinkle it all over the house now tell some american or european to do it you really think they are going to do so is it about the cow <laughs> is it about gomutra is it about their the, you know cow dung or is it about the milk or is it about the beef what is it about do you really think it is all about that we call her mother mother she is our mother she gives us everything who our mother gives us everything right from milk to birth to milk to everything isn't it right till the end of our life <coughs> our mother takes care of her us the cow is representative of the mother so don't say my mother is a cow by the way or the cow is a mother that is not the answer <laughs> so it means it's a representation we just say that the cow is the one who does this she is the one under remember krishna was anointed with the milk of the cows and washed with ganga water and so on and so forth that entire sacrifice happened so exactly what is being mentioned over here is we look at our mother or we look at this mother earth also as the cow only isn't it in one of the very great examples you will find that it's mentioned like a bull <laughs> with three legs cut only one is remaining it's a representation don't go by the absolute no oh, the cow is to be it's only a way of looking at it it is don't think that it is that is the truth the truth is different okay we represent it it's like a stone we take a stone and the stone is round and black and we say oh this is such a nice round stone sometimes we praise the stone and we say oh god and we call it by some name you tell the scientist what it is he'll say oh 
this is a million year old uh, you know uh, fossil but for indian the fossil is not a fossil it was by the way some sea aquatic creature it was in the sea all right and now there is a river called gandaki river in nepal where you find those black rounded stones and we call it shaligram by the way ha huh? you crack the stone and open it inside that you will find one creatures <laughs> prints are there so for us it's a great thing it's a representation so we want to pray to it and for others it's a great mystery the great mystery is all about oh millions of years ago there was this creature on planet earth can I please ask tatarao to mute his uh, this thing please ha huh? microphone because uh, it disturbs it's disturbing so so i hope you understand that this is exactly how this universe works we are given examples doesn't mean that the example is the thing the examples are given for us to understand the logic in this world isn't it it is like this suppose you are you are you are seeing a new kind of a fruit in the marketplace it looks like an orange but it tastes different so naturally are we not giving an example of an orange so does it mean that that is an orange no it's not an orange it may be something else it may be kino it's another fruit it's from the same family but looks different So likewise we cannot the examples are given over here surabhi is one of the examples which we have to understand the representation is also worshiped by the way so like we worship that black stone we have to worship it why because of manifestation manifestation means we see that in that person we see that divinity in that person that is why we pray to that or that entity now if you don't understand let me give it like this now let us say there are young people over here now they are going out with their girlfriends okay now um, i know in olden times they they all used to carry some little handkerchiefs hmm and the guy will pick up the handkerchief and he will take it home hmm every day he will uh, he will smell the handkerchief i mean in olden times this was a very typical case by the way in movies and all they used to show and it is representing the handkerchief is not his girlfriend by the way it's not his girlfriend but it is representing her okay so he looks at the handkerchief and says, ah like that <laughs> so he feels very very close to that person so the handkerchief is not the girlfriend but it is a representation of the girlfriend so he looks at the handkerchief and no like that now nowadays so if your girlfriend is is not responding maybe you know he will go on the whatsapp message and see oh what has she written what has she written <laughs> i know some of you are looking blank but maybe during your time whatsapp was not there <laughs> or it is just a representation understand this okay 
is exactly how it works we just make that person appear in that object right now there is a very beautiful uh, movie okay i don't know the name of the song i mean the, there is a song in which this girlfriend of his is carrying a book the secret you know that secret the book, book by uh, ronda somebody so he she is carrying the book and she puts it in one fire bonfire and this person is going from somewhere and he looks at that he now, now the girlfriend has gone away so he sees a book somebody is selling it that is mr abhishek bachchan by the way ha huh? ha uh, that is a uh, all is well i think the name of the movie is i saw the song that is how i am telling you the story so he is and his girlfriend is that asin that whatever asin so asin and they uh, she is carrying that book with her and she puts it in the dustbin or she burns that book okay there is a bonfire so she burns the book and this fellow later on he is very sad and he is going somewhere so in the in the village he sees one bookseller and then there is this book over there and just that thought of the book is reminding him of this girlfriend so isn't it like a representation it is like a representation we are reminded of certain things so remember this the cow is a representation she is represented in our mother she is represented in the mother earth she is represented as somebody who is so benevolent to us that is it but like he would pick up that book book you know the secret and keep it next to him and say ah there was another beautiful film you know where uh, this hero and the heroine they meet in a place and she's written something it's called serendipity it's a very beautiful film you can watch it and in that book something is written finally he keeps on searching and searching and searching and searching for that book finally he finds the book somewhere so that was a representation of meeting that person so remember that handkerchief is not the girlfriend it's just a representation and we get attracted towards it so likewise we have to consider like that so now we will move to chapter 28 it's a small chapter we will do that because tomorrow will be a very interesting chapter okay interesting chapter is all about rasa and dance dance <laughs> so today we will do this chapter 28 krishna rescues nanda maharaj from the abode of varuna varuna is the god of the seas so his father is being rescued from there hmm? shri badrayana bad shri badrayani said having worshiped lord janardana and fasted on the ekadashi day nanda maharaj entered the waters of the kalindi in the dwadashi to take his bath now everybody has this idea of now i want to take bath on this day and i want to take bath on that day so on and so forth because nanda maharaj entered the water in the dark of the night disregarding the time was inauspicious a demonic servant of varuna seized him and brought him to his master another story in the middle okay so varun dev again it is nothing but how the lord is going to take care of his ego problems so now we have another story going on where nanda maharaj is being captured by varun dev 
O king, not seeing Nanda Maharaj, the cowherd men loudly cried out, O Krishna, O Rama. Lord Krishna heard these cries and understood that his father has been captured by Varuna. Therefore, the Almighty Lord who makes his devotee fearless went to the court of Varun Dev. It's like an abridged version of the story, you know. Cut, next cut, next cut, next cut. It's like a small trailer. Okay, don't worry. This trailer will be enough for because we have to go to the next story. <laughs> so, the father has gone for a bath early in the morning. This is before the sunrise, okay? This is before the twilight hour. Normally, why are you not supposed to disturb the water before that? Because the fishes may be sleeping, isn't it? Or the crocs may be sleeping, who knows? I don't know. <laughs> so you better be careful, don't go over there at that time. Or maybe some, uh, you know, aquatic creatures who love to take bath during that time must be there. Who knows? We don't know. Huh? Some apsaras were supposed to take bath. Who knows? You are not supposed to go and disturb them. Right? So, <laughs> so that is the reason why when he takes a bath at the wrong hour. You know, many a times in India we have, we have told kids, you know, this time time You should have done your snan early in the morning. <laughs> and children, they want to take a bath in the late in the evening. See, when I was very small, the first thing they used to say, this is not the time to take bath. And that always that thing was always there. You are a Hindu. <laughs> you are supposed to take bath early in the morning. First thing in the morning you are supposed to take bath. So, but that is how it is. It's not about taking bath in the morning. It is about ensuring that you are clean. That's it. Seeing that the Lord Rishikesh had arrived, the demigod Varuna, Worshipped him with elaborate offerings. Varuna was in the state of great jubilation upon seeing the Lord and he spoke as follows. Sri Varun Dev said, Now my body has fulfilled its function. Indeed, now the goal of my life is achieved. O Lord, those who accept your lotus feet, O personality of Godhead, can transcend the path of material existence. The moment you see the Lord, your life is fulfilled. Likewise, my obeisance unto you, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, the Absolute Truth, the Supreme Soul, within whom there is no trace of illusory energy which orchestrates the creation of this world. Your father, who is sitting here, was brought to me by a foolish, ignorant servant of mine, who did not understand his proper duty. Therefore, please forgive us. One of your uh, mics are open. Okay, it's creating. Therefore, please forgive us. So, Varun Dev is telling that, please, you know, uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> one of my servants went and bought you, your father over here. So, please forgive me. Okay, O Krishna, O seer of everything, please give your mercy even to me, O Govinda. You are most affectionate to your father, please take him home. Sukhdev Goswami said, Thus satisfied by Lord Varuna, Sri Krishna, the Supreme Personality of God and Lord of Lords, took his father and returned home, where the relatives were overjoyed to see them. Nanda Maharaj has been astonished to see for the first time the great opulence of Varuna, the ruler of the ocean planet and also to see how Varuna and his servants had offered such humble respect to Krishna. Nanda described all this to his fellow cowherd men. Now, there are incidents in our world which happen and we really don't know why they happen. They may be very, very insignificant. Insignificant to that level where you think, come on, what is the, why is this happening? Sometimes, you know, the power will go. And then you know, Two minutes ke liye power gaya. Kyun gaya? Do you know? 
we don't know but let us see from a point of view of somebody who is getting electrocuted that two minute power shutdown can definitely save the person isn't it huh or maybe somebody is thinking you know today i'll make idli chutney think about it la <laughs> and make idli chutney so i have to do the grinding and when the thought comes in the mind and i have to grind a chutney and then there is no power then you say oh i cannot do idli chutney today maybe i'll do dosa and some other thing or maybe i'll make you know egg fry okay and in that two minute you have broken the eggs and now you are putting them and suddenly the power comes back after two minutes then at that time you say are two minute ke liye rukta tha to i could have made chutney no <laughs> is it that what we think but no somebody was supposed to eat the egg that is why you had to shift from there to there we don't understand this logic in our world you know <laughs> you think it is illogical you think i don't know why this happened maybe you know one day when you are just walking home you suddenly go in some street and you don't know why you are going over there and maybe you find your old friend over there huh and then you say hi hello let us go over there i mean everybody in this group i am sure you know have definitely done this in their life you know you are you think you are doing aimlessly you are going somewhere aimlessly means eh chalo idhar jaate hain चलो उधर जाते हैं लाइक दैट यू नो जस्ट जन एन एमलेस थिंग एंड सडनली यू कम अक्रॉस सम फ्रेंड ऑफ योर्स और समथिंग यू फाउंड इन अ शॉप और समथिंग हैज हैपन टू यू एंड देन यू से हा दिस इज सो नाइस आई मेट माई फ्रेंड नाउ थिंक अबाउट इट दैट एमलेस एक्टिविटी वॉज नॉट एमलेस नो सो डोंट डिराइड दैट ऑब्जेक्ट यू नो दैट थिंग इन द वर्ल्ड दैट यू आर डूइंग समथिंग स्टूपिड इट इज हैपनिंग फॉर अ सर्टन रीजन and that is the reason why this small story has been put over here for you to understand that even this activity of taking a bath and he going to varun dev's place and coming back he seen the father has seen the opulence of that king and why is that varun dev bowing down to my son nobody understands isn't it but the father is now got an idea why this has happened so hearing about krishna's past time with varuna the cowherd men considered that krishna must be the supreme lord and their minds of king were filled with eagerness they thought will the supreme lord bestow upon his transcendental award upon us because he sees everything lord krishna the supreme personality of god automatically understood what the cowherd men were conjuring wanting to show his compassion to them by fulfilling the desire the lord thought as follows lord krishna thought certainly people in this world are wandering among higher and lower destinations which they achieve through activities performed according to their desires and without full knowledge thus people do not know their real destination isn't this the most important thing we don't know where we are going just two days ago i wrote an article on this we are trying to suppose you know we are supposed to be doing something worthwhile and what are we doing we are working on something which we don't even want to do anything about we are aimlessly going around in the world actually our aim in life is to do something different after watching mother teresa's movie i'm sure you know something different must have it was a thought you know oh this is what it is all about till that time 
you are doing what you are supposed to be doing and you are thinking oh this is my job you know i am supposed to go to work every day i am supposed to do this thing you know what you are supposed to do you are supposed to wear your tie wear your jacket and clothes brush your teeth i'm sure some of you will know okay yeah so you are doing all these kind of things going to work good morning sir yes sir no sir every day every morning every day you do the same thing not knowing that your pure thing in life is completely different <laughs> so krishna is telling over here that you should actually know your true calling the real destination of your life yesterday when i wrote that thing i was asked that isn't money the main objective in life because money is the thing that is required in this world to earn and then you have to pay for all the bills and stuff like that yes money is required no doubt about it i am not denying the fact but by following your true calling don't you think the lord is going to provide for everything for you i mean why are you discounting the fact that he is not going to provide if you trust him if you have full faith in him if you are devoted to the lord and if you are coming on your true path don't you think the lord will provide you for what you are supposed to be doing look at einstein or those people they were supposed to do what they were supposed to do isn't it einstein might not be having money when he died but isn't he one of the greatest scientists in the world and maybe that is the reason why he was supposed to be there is it all about money no it's not all about money it is not about you know achieving some greatness in the world it is not about that if you follow your true calling you will end up in the right place and you will be doing the lord's job you know whatever job that he has prescribed for your body this time and it may not be all about money it may not be all about fame or it may be about money for all you know who knows but don't discount this fact that he is not going to take care of you he is definitely going to take care of you this just be reassured about this thing so because the lord is always with us those who are the devotees of the lord thus people do not know the real destination thus deeply considering the situation the all merciful supreme personality of god had revealed to the cowherd man his abode which is beyond material darkness that is golok vrindavana lord krishna revealed the indestructible spiritual effulgence which is unlimited conscious and eternal sages see that spiritual existence in a trance when their consciousness is freed from the material modes of nature the cowherd men were brought by lord krishna to the brahma brahmarda made to submerge in the water and then lifted up from the same vantage point that akrura saw the spiritual world the cowherd men saw the planet of absolute truth Nanda Maharaj and the other cowherd men felt the greatest happiness when they saw other transcendental abode. They were especially amazed to see Krishna himself there, surrounded by the personified Vedas who were offering him prayers. So, what is it that they got to see? This is a very interesting part, and I shall tell you about this in the in the remaining five minutes that we may have. This place is called Golok Vrindavana. the abode of the lord is exactly the way in these two lines it is mentioned the vedas 
or as we call them the gopis in our normal world we call them the gopis they are the spiritual knowledge they are the knowledge and the basis on which this entire universe has been created they are also the rishi munis if you remember the story where shri ram is going through the forest huh and there are lots of rishis over there and they are doing their sacrifices and suddenly there are these rakshasas which come up and they request shri ram to kill those rakshasas that is obstructions we get obstructions in the way so shri ram kills them and then he is supposed to go further so the rishi muni says no we need to meet you so shri ram says to them i will meet you in my next life because this is all the part that i have with you in the next life you will come as my gopis and we are going to read the gopi story tomorrow so this is what happens and the goal of vrindavana is a wonderful place we shall see what activities happen when the gopis ras leela happens these are the vedas these are the framework of this entire universe these are the laws the rules the regulations everything that you can think of they are represented by gopis represented okay now i think you understand the word represented the rumal and the girlfriend story will tell you no <laughs> so they are represented by gopis gopis are the beautiful cowherd girls as we say they are the representation like the cow so and they are going to be dancing around krishna dancing around the lord that's a very beautiful line what does that mean so when we do this portion tomorrow we will come to know about the true meaning of those words so till then you will have to hold on and thank you very much for today i'll see you all tomorrow okay so take care bye we can stop <laughs>